0: FM to get started.
2: I'm Maria Menunos and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. Begin.
3: Hello and welcome to the official After Buzz TV after show for Netflix original series Sweet Magnolia. We are so excited to be here and we want to make sure that you guys tune in after every episode so you can get tips, takeaways, behind the scenes We're going to have all the stars in and showrunners and executive producers in on this show so you can find out all the details and get in depth on the characters, the story behind things, and everything that is to come next for this show. So today we're really excited. We have an amazing panel and two very special guests. Which act as the architects of this whole thing. So this is based on a novel written by Cheryl Woods and now turned, you know, uh, Netflix original series. But we have prolific director Norman Buckley in the building and writer, producer, and showrunner for *Sweet Magnolias*, Cheryl Anderson. How is everyone?
4: <laughs> Wonderful and very glad to be here.
1: Yes, be thank in.
3: thank you guys so much. And of course, as our panel, we have. Tammy, Kelsey, Bryant, how are you guys doing today? Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So we want to dive right into this conversation and get all the juicy stuff because this is a pre-show. We haven't seen anything yet. Nobody has. So we want to give everyone everything that they can get from you guys. So Cheryl, I'd love to start with you. For those who don't know, you've worked as a writer and producer on shows like Charmed, Flash Gordon. Ties That Bind, Good Witch, and all of these things. Um, and you kind of had the job of creating and managing the entire production for this. So what were you excited to bring? What was your flavor you were excited to bring to this Sweet Magnolias production?
4: Well, even though I've done a lot of different genres, um, I somebody pointed out to me the other day that the Constant in the shows that I work on is a community mm-hmm. and people coming together to do their best, to try to do the right thing. And certainly always to hold each other up and move forward together. And certainly the three women at the center of Sweet Magnolias embody that beautifully and Miss Wood's novels are so deeply rooted in the power of friendship. And this particular series, because it's about the devotion that these three women have had to each other since they were teeny tiny, uh, and how their friendship has grown and deepened over the years. And now here they are at a point in their lives where they're all facing pretty big changes. And uh, I really identified with that when Dan Paulson uh, asked me to come on board. And I thought this is an opportunity to really proclaim the strength of female friendship, the resilience that you get from being surrounded by people who love you, and the fact that when you have the support of the people who love you, there's always an opportunity to start over again.
3: Absolutely. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, Norman, I wanted to touch on everything that you've done as well. Being a prolific director, you've worked on Gossip Girl, Pretty Little Liars, um, Charmed as well, the OC, and now you're here as co-executive producer. So what was it about your flavor and all of the projects that you've done that you were excited to bring to Sweet Magnolias?
1: Well, when uh, Cheryl approached me to uh, possibly work on this show, I was I was really drawn to it because I do like telling stories about women. And obviously the uh, shows that I've worked on are uh, frequently about female friendship. So there was that aspect of it that I knew I really responded to the material because of the, um, the, the storytelling was revolving around these three women. Uh, I just also, I like the idea that the, the show really was about family and community. As Cheryl said, there was something about that that I feel it's very important right now in the world, particularly during this this period of time. And I, I feel that the show is uh, very rooted in a in a reality about how families function, how communities function. And and I was uh, just very pleased to be asked to be a part.
3: That is incredible. Now, Kelsey, I know you had some points that you wanted to share, especially that speak to where we are in this time.
5: I did. I did. I. I mean Norman you kind of just covered it right there. I was <laughs> going to say that it's like right now what we need most are these these strong senses of community and friendship and I was actually I had a, a question specific about you working on shows like Pretty Little Liars and how working with that those strong females have um translated to you directing shows like Sweet Magnolia's like are there any similarities or there a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of similarities, but were there um, differences? I mean, did you think that it was going to be kind of a, a, a similar transition or were there a lot of things that you were kind of surprised about? Like, wow, this is actually a different group of females, a different dynamic. I mean, how did that work?
1: Well, I think it's a it's a very different show, obviously. Right. than Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> of I, course, very I, different. They're, they're, yeah, we we don't have any murders in this show. Yes. But, uh, I, I, uh, <laughs>
2: oh, dang. I, I do think I think
1: I think the similarity is that uh, one of the things I loved about working on Pretty Little Liars and then subsequently The Perfectionist is the idea that these these friends have each other's backs, and I think that's the the continuing thread for me. And the, um, the storytelling really does revolve around how these women support one another and how they really see each other through difficult times. So obviously there's that, that, that carries over from Pretty Little Liars. But what I loved about this is that we tell the story uh, on, on uh, two levels. There's the adults, the, the three uh, leads of the show, but then there's also uh, a whole um, storyline that revolves around their children. So we, we have uh, the story of generations and how the generations help each other and how, how uh, the, the struggle of parenting uh, d- during uh, this period of time in which people are consumed with their phones and consumed with um, uh, just trying to find their own identities. And in, in that sense, I feel that it's very much a, a continuation of the work that I've done in the right. past. But but uh, I, what I love about this show, and what I loved about working with Cheryl, is that we we really talked about grounding it in a real world. These are real people. This is this is not an exaggerated version of what a small town is. This is this is what a small town is.
5: People can relate. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm excited to watch.
1: I'm excited for you guys to watch. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I feel a lot of love for this show
5: i heard we need
4: margaritas while we watch though
1: i'll let let cheryl speak to that
4: (laughs) so um there actually is something that we uh took from the novels and uh it's margarita night our three ladies get together to have margaritas and to hash out uh their weeks with the high points the low points they talk about what's going on with the kids and men in their lives and business and men in their lives and the other people in the community and the men in their lives. <laughs> ah! um, like, and, I hear it. Um, I hear it. And true. so there, um, I don't think this is giving too much away. There is a margarita night in every episode. Oh, okay. I can't ah! Across the season. It's really interesting to, um, Norman and I talked a lot about how we want the audience to be the fourth person Mm -hmm. at Margarita Night. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so from episode to episode, the tone of Margarita Night changes depending on what's going on for our ladies. Um, Sometimes they're coming in uh, together in joy and sometimes Mm -hmm. in frustration and quite often in a mix of emotions. Uh, I love Cheryl.
0: Cheryl, I I I had a question. Question. So going back, speaking about the novels, your background, you're a published author, you've got the Molly Forrester mysteries. I mean, your, right. your heart lies in, <laughs> in romance and in, and being an author. I was so curious to know how your life as an author informed your work during Sweet Magnolia's.
4: So, uh, I had been writing television for a long time before I wrote my novels. Um, and then coming back to TV, um, I have a real appreciation for what, what it takes to write a novel. And then Miss Woods, um, has written many different series and ours is 11 books Uh, and I wanted to honor her work. I didn't want this to be one of those adaptations where we're like, Oh, we'll take those two people and start from scratch. Mm -hmm. Uh, We really made a concerted effort in the writer's room to honor the core events and Mm -hmm. characters and certainly the core themes and emotions that Miss Woods had created. Um, we built them out. Uh, we added some folks just because television has different demands than novels. But everything that we added was run through the test of could we see Miss Woods having created this character mm. and added him or her to Serenity? Because <laughs> we, we love her work and we want to honor it in our adaptation
0: did you Absolutely. find the books did you find this the uh, find no, Pam
4: Paulson our executive producer uh found the books he does Chesapeake Shores for Hallmark which is yes. also based on Miss Wood's books Yes. um and so this was a, a different series that he took to Netflix uh and oh, cool. so we had an opportunity to see Miss Wood's World through the Netflix lens.
0: Mm -hmm. Cool.
3: Absolutely. We love that. Well, this was such a great preface to kind of get a little background on you guys and what it is that you brought to the show. Let's dive into these characters and the story just a little bit because the trailer was jam packed. So there is still plenty of us to talk about without spoiling it too much. So, you know, Cheryl, this is directed towards you, but This show is about lifelong friends who uplift each other through, you know, their struggles with relationship, career, family, something relatable for all of us. What was it about the chemistry of these ladies that you really appreciated that you saw they had what it took to be lifelong friends and made it believable for us as an audience?
4: I remember um, the first scene we shot with our three ladies um, turning to Norman and being speechless. I mean, he, and and sort of like at the monitor <laughs> because you just knew uh, that they were going to be terrific because they acted like they'd known each other forever without a whole lot of um, interference from mm-hmm. us. They just inhabited the characters from the very beginning and um, the the texture of their own lives is filtered through the texture of the characters. Uh, and they they enjoy and respect each other as actresses and as people. And that builds out their chemistry on the screen.
1: I was, gonna, I was actually, actually going to say earlier when we were talking about the Margarita Nights, I think that that was the most exciting moment during the the uh, first season for us shooting because Cheryl and I looked at each other and thought, "This is going to work." <laughs> Margarita <laughs> night, the energy yeah. of that scene—that yeah. was a real, you know, it was it was early on in our in our first um, couple of weeks. But you know, there were all these um, disparate elements that we were trying to put together, and then when we shot that scene, that's when I really felt like.
0: Oh, that's it,
1: awesome. It, the glue in that scene really is, it's the heart of the show. The Margarita Nights are the heart of the show for me.
2: That's amazing. I have a question about like the chemistry of the three ladies, you know, um, speaking candidly, I feel like sometimes in Hollywood, women can be depicted as like catty or cutthroat. And I mm. feel like it's, it's so much stronger when women build each other up. So is that what this show is all about? Is that what it's going for? Of just how women can build each other up and support each other?
4: um absolutely um it, it's a testament to female friendship uh and i mean not that we don't have a, a lady or two in town with a <laughs> side yeah have got to have antagonists yeah. in the piece right yeah, sure. um, but um
1: yeah they... it is a drama <laughs>
4: exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> and and there's there's genuine conflict um among our ladies as well as Uh, with other people in town, but they keep coming back to each other and they keep um, seeing each other through. Uh, When we first started this in the writer's room, I was telling the other writers that my mom had this amazing friend who is from Charleston, who used to Mm -hmm. joke that men come and go, but your girlfriends are forever. (laughs) and that's what we wanted to infuse our ladies with that yes that the men do come and go and they're very fine men um (laughs) but but (laughs) at the end of the day all (laughs) these women know that they can reach out to each other for whatever they need and again in the the timing of our launch Kidding. people yeah. that they aren't alone that mm-hmm. they should uh value their friends and uh that if you support your friends your su- friends will support you has been um, a real blessing across the entire process and i hope will be a blessing for our viewers you know i
5: was gonna ask speaking of the launch date and the timing it's almost it's like too perfect it's <laughs> <laughs> this is what people need right now. I mean, it really, really is. And it's so exciting. And I think that it's just going to sit well with so many people. And it's going to be amazing and received so well. Did you guys have this plan to release on this date before all of this happened?
4: We weren't sure when yeah. we were going to drop because that's Netflix's decision. It's not ours. Oh. Uh, And so we knew sort of a general spot in the year, but certainly did not know the exact date and, I mean, had no idea that it would come at such a challenging moment. I mean, we did talk while we were still in production about how this is a show that will lift people up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we just didn't know how far they'd need to be lifted up. Yeah. Oh, wow.
3: It's going to be amazing. So I had a quick question. What were some of the challenges of tackling a show that needs to appeal to multiple genera- generations when it comes to values and friendships, you know, it's so different depending on age. How did you guys find that through line?
1: Uh, well, uh, I, I'll speak to that and then, and then hand it off to Cheryl. Cheryl, said something that was very meaningful to me early on, which is that she wanted uh, everyone to feel like they saw themselves in serenity. She wanted to mm. feel that the community was uh, varied and that everyone uh, could, could imagine living in that town. And so that to me was a touchstone in, in every scene to, to feel that we're, we were trying to give that perspective that that everyone would feel at home there, that it it wasn't a town that that would exclude anyone. And Cheryl, I'll let you talk more about that. But I think that's been one of the most meaningful things about the whole experience to me Mm -hmm. is that it celebrates that idea of inclusion.
4: Uh, And that we started with uh, in the writer's room and we realized that we actually had three generations because we have the teenagers, we have the sweet magnolias, and we have the group that we refer to as the Silver Magnolias, uh, okay. the, the, the grandmothers and, and their friends. Ooh. And we made an effort to make sure that every generation had its moments. And the amazing thing is when you're, when you're talking about family and you're talking about friendship, the essential questions never change. Mm-hmm. it's just your perspective on them changes as you move from one generation to the next but all our people are grappling with the same things uh what do i mean to the people around me what can i do for them what's my legacy going to be and obviously that's a very different perspective for our teenagers than for our silver citizens but there are there are constants that we all grapple with as human beings and we wanted to be able to show it through the various ages, again, to encourage people and say, you're not the only one wondering about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Mm -hmm. whether you are a 14 year old trying to figure out how you fit in your family, um, a 16 year old trying to figure out how you fit in your school A 30-something trying to figure out where you fit now that your life has blown up, or uh, a Mm 60-something wanting to remain um, active and relevant in your community, it still comes back to belonging and family and friendship and hope.
3: Yes, absolutely. Tammy, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, I know you wanted to weigh in, especially on this topic. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah. So, you know, given the COVID mess that we're all experiencing and living through the, the idea of nostalgia to me, I'm, I'm a classic film and TV buff. So I, I live in the past for the most (laughs) part, but you know, nostalgia, when you're talking about, and you spoke to this, Cheryl, you know, you're, when you speak about the generations, I'm getting like goosebumps of, you know, mothers and daughters mm-hmm. and grandmothers and that sense of community and how how this time in history right now, it, that sense of community is pivotal. Mm-hmm. Is it the relationships between the women that is really the, the catalyst? For, for the hope, the message of hope?
4: I, I think so, because you see how they are, as Norman had said, um, devoted to having each other's backs. And when you see people living that out, um, living out their commitment to being good people and being good to people, I think you can't help but be hopeful and see that good people can get through bad times. And we probably say you are not alone more often than we say any one other thing uh, in the course of the season. And again, that comes from community and family, but it also comes from the, the faith that these women have. And Mm -hmm. the faith that they're willing to demonstrate, uh, not just talk about. Uh, And so we certainly hope that, yeah, we hope um, that people will get a sense of hope and look at their neighbors from an appropriate social distance. um, And remember (laughs) that we genuinely need to be there for each other, even in the good times and certainly in the tough times. I feel like
5: relationships like that are i mean so hard to fake right and you guys have both spoken to this that this cast and these group of women especially like right off the bat worked well together did you have to do any outside bonding experiences or did they just immediately jive
1: i think that um we'll go ahead
4: no 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 um, you go ahead uh
1: i i think that uh we were really fortunate not just as um in ha- n- not just in the, the fact that we had a cast that really bonded well, but the, the crew and the, the family mm. of the production. Mm. I, I, I really miss these people. I miss these people. Mm. We were together for, you know, close to five or six months and, uh, while we were working on it, and, and uh, the, the entire experience was one of family. And I think we really supported each other. A lot of us were away from home because we we shot the show in Atlanta, so uh, there there were some people in the cast who were Atlanta based, but but a preponderance weren't, and uh, certainly um, the the feeling of family on the set, I think carried through to to every aspect of it.
4: There's a lot of laughter in the episodes, but there's a fair amount of tears um and i think those moments bond you on set um and as norman said we had such an amazing crew um some of whom had worked together before so they sort of came to us um comfortable with each other but we also had a motto that uh, we work too hard not to have a good time and so I, I feel like it's one of my primary responsibilities as showrunner to make sure that people feel safe and respected and valued and, um, you know, that we can take a breath and have a laugh and shake off the tears or the tension from an angry scene and, um, Move forward together. So it was a very easy group of people to fall in love with, and like Norman, I I miss them desperately. They were amazing.
5: You guys are making me so excited.
4: I know this cool. is it great. like me
3: chills. <laughs> I love how you guys speak to friendship, hope, and community. And there were a lot of very important things here. Um, At the end of the trailer it says see what happens when you allow yourself to dream and when you talk about your friendships and pour it out and margarita night you will get the realest truth from your friends they were like okay Now that we know that bill is not what you want, what do you want? (laughs) I I definitely feel like this is powerful because so many women are afraid to ask for what they want, especially Mm -hmm. after a failure or, you know, something like loss or a divorce. So maybe Norman, you can speak to this. Um, What did you feel about that and the importance of highlighting this and bringing it to the forefront? Because you love the power of girlfriends and friendships. So I'd love to hear your take about this. Very important idea.
1: Well, uh, Joanna uh, Garcia Swisher, uh, who plays Maddie, uh, she and I talked about this, and and we talked about the fact that she said, "This is the story of my life. I am about my girlfriends and really supporting mm-hmm. my girlfriends." And uh, I think it's not a spoiler to say Cheryl stop me if it is. Uh, two <laughs> of our characters are divorced, oh. and one of them has never been married, and so these women mm-hmm. are, are are going through. Uh, Actually, divorced, history.
4: estranged, and single.
1: Oh, okay. Oh. That, yes. That is divorced, a pile. Estranged and, <laughs> and single. Yes. And so, you know, there is that aspect of a society that's always telling us that what you want is the nuclear family that's, uh, right. um, uh, that's um, um, uh, happy with no problems. We, we, mm-hmm. all, we all think that uh, happiness is the goal. Uh, I don't believe that I believe the meaning is the goal and, and, and we all have happiness and we all know pain. And I feel that one of the, uh, most exciting aspects of the show to me is that it examines both sides of that, that examines the the way that we support each other in our joys, but also the way that we support each other in our, in our, um, losses and, in, in our hardships. And, and, um, so that's something that, that, uh, I I feel very strongly about in my own life, you know, happiness is not the goal, meaning is the goal. There will be times that are painful. There will be times that are about loss. And I I think that this show speaks to that in a really eloquent way. Does that answer your question?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, You mentioned that, you know, society, today's society, how it works. And I feel like today's society really pushes like social media um, and that really helps a show to get popular. Um, everybody is just buzzing about it. So I want to get your two takes of what you want the conversation to be about this show. What do you think people mm. should take away? How do you think they should share it um, and just buzz about it? Cause I feel like it's just going to be such an amazing show.
4: Uh, well, Norman is the King of social media. I have tried <laughs> to learn from him. Um, so I'll just, just briefly say that, um, I, I'm hoping that people will share about the friendships and not just our three ladies not just our teenagers. There are a lot of what we called in the writer's room, unexpected friendships Mm. in this series, people who have really deep, meaningful connections that you don't necessarily see coming up front. Um, So, uh, my hope would be that people will share how um, renewed they feel by seeing these friendships in action. But as I said, I defer to the master,
5: to <laughs> king, the king of media.
1: Well, I, I do feel that um, I've worked on a lot of shows that were were phenomenons at various points. Uh, I went from the OC, which was a teen phenomenon to Gossip mm-hmm. Girl, which was a teen phenomenon to Pretty Little Liars, which was a teen phenomenon. and That was also with the advent of social media and mm-hmm. how the social media uh, supports these shows. And I think that uh, Pretty Little Liars was one of the most tweeted about Instagram oh, yeah. shows of all time up to that, that point. And uh, the the thing that i see that has been really remarkable to me is that i definitely think that it's a it's a double-edged sword there's always a shadow side mm-hmm. to uh, any anything in social media also has a shadow mm-hmm. side it, it can become very argumentative and, and dismissive and sure. um, uh, but i do think that uh, there is the potential within it to build relationships um uh, with other people in in the process of um uh, watching these shows where people have shared values. And that's what the show is about. The show is about uh, finding values, uh, w- whether it's at the teen level or the adult level or the, or the generation above that. It's about what is the value of my life and what is the value of what, what we're doing here. And so I really hope that on the, the social media that the, um, that the conversation becomes about values. You know, what is it that we really look for in community? And if there's anything that this whole coronavirus uh, crisis has taught me, it's that um, uh, we need to get back to that awareness of the person in front of us. You know, we need to go within and really kind of uh, see what, what, what our values are. And it's been good for me to take this time to really reflect on that. And uh, there's this one line in the first episode that the pastor says, Cheryl, would it be okay if I read this? There's just one line I wanted to read. Um, uh, The pastor in the first episode um, um, says, then what is it that binds us together as a congregation, as a community? Is it habit, obligation, or is it a shared vision of the future informed by the simple, eloquent commandment to love one another? I just think Mm -hmm. that is such a beautiful line. That is powerful. it's far it, it from from my point of view that's the story we're telling
0: and i I really
1: hope that people will use this um, uh, as an opportunity to remember that that's the the values that you want to be uh, paying attention to during, particularly during a crisis like this. We have the opportunity to love one another and uh the 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 ebb and flow of that in the show is such that people are trying to figure out the best way to do that the best way to 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 find their particular way of supporting one another, and and the relationships are complicated, and there's there's um, there's a lot of ins and outs of the of the plot, uh, but that is the the undergirding philosophy of the show to me. I don't know if you want to speak to that, Cheryl, but that was.
4: I will just say, Amen. 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No,
3: I love how you guys speak about the values and that pretty much being the grounding thing and the weight and the anchor kind of for the show. And you totally get that from how far we've seen, which is just the trailer thus far and in the trailer. And I know everybody on here can speak to this, so feel free to chime in. But we see Maddie express that she is holding life together by duct tape and happy thoughts and running (laughs) out of sister. When she said that, I was (laughs) like, oh, so it's not just me. (laughs) No. (laughs)
4: well yeah the the thing about maddie is that um she's in the center of the whirlwind when Mm -hmm. the series starts and she's not just trying to hold herself together she's trying to hold her children together she's trying to imagine a future and and i think we all go through those moments and it duct tape solves a lot um and happy <laughs> thoughts certainly help but again we come back to hope community and friendship because mm-hmm. that's really what's going to get her through um but uh, but i'm delighted that resonated with you it uh certainly resonated with us um from Absolutely. the from the moment that we started writing
3: Yes, please chime in on that, Tammy, because I know you were filling me on that. Oh
0: my God. You know, and and again, I think this just goes back to the times. I think everyone right now is holding on by duct tape and happy thoughts. And with each passing day, you know, that duct tape is becoming frail, you know, thinner and thinner. And it's harder and harder to stay positive and have those happy thoughts. So what I'm loving about the show Is and I think Cheryl, you had mentioned it. Is that it's a show about fueling the audience? You know, it's nurturing the audience. It's 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 lending support instead of being Norman. You had said there's no murders. (laughs) There's no (laughs) murders. It's not something that's going to (laughs) do. Not yet. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: What? It's not a show that's going to, you know, you're not going to walk away feeling drained and, and, you know, having a life sucked out of you. And um, so, so, yeah, that that line, you know, absolutely resonated with all of us. And I'm sure it's going to resonate with the viewers really, really strongly.
5: I like that line, too. I was going to say, and Cheryl, you spoke to this, too. It's like it's not that it's all happy go lucky either. It's like these friendships are strong and they're there and they're so important. But it's also like. Some days we do cry. I mean, I was literally getting duct tape the, the other day from Home Depot and having a meltdown. I couldn't find it, no. I mean, it just resonated too well, but it's so true. It's like, we can try and be happy and positive and put the duct tape on our wounds, but it does come down to like, this is this is real. We're allowed to feel, and you have to rely on, um, like Norman, you said, like the meaning, like what are we doing? to help ourselves you know who are we calling who are we loving who are we reaching out to so that resonated with me a lot too i i love that and i just think that it speaks so well to everyone right now especially well
4: and i think one of the most beautiful things about serenity is when the duct tape gets too thin and mm. your your happy thoughts start to evaporate there is someone there to catch you mm. and hold you while you Pick the pieces up, and they're going to help you glue yourself back together. Whether um, whether it's a friend, a pastor, a family member, um, a coworker. I mean, we have a, a lot of different moments where people step up for each other, and uh, it's it's the only way. It's the only way we go forward mm-hmm. is together. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's so crazy that it's. I feel like it's a kismet, like the fact that this is so timely and so perfect I for what know. we need right now. It's crazy how like I was having one of those like duct tape is about to fall apart days, <laughs> and Kelsey actually was like, "I just had that recently too." Like we're all going through it. We're gonna get this through this together. So it's mm-hmm. it's just crazy how the world just works, and we're all such a community that we don't even know that we are such a community. And I love. I feel like the show is just gonna remind us all about that.
4: Well, I I certainly hope so because we. Have a wonderful time and serenity, and we want everybody else to too.
3: It, Absolutely, also, and I know.
1: Okay. Okay. No, oh, you, yeah, Norman.
3: Go, yeah, Norman. You go ahead, take the floor.
1: Well, I was just going to say the 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 um, the thing that the the problems, the stories, the the pl- plot complications uh there, there's so much to relate to and it's a show that my my 94 year old mother is just wait she's she's counting the days
0: oh, for. It's, a show that,
1: oh. It's, a, it's a show that will really uh resonate with people who are that age it's a show that will resonate with people who are my age it's a show that will resonate with my teen audience that follows mm-hmm. me from show to show that's one of the most amazing things about it is that the um uh, the teen storyline is as complex and interesting as the adult storyline. And I really feel like it will speak to people across a large demographic. And so I think that uh, that's very exciting that it's a show that people can watch together and that they can really discuss. And, And whereas, you know, uh, I mean, my mother watches all my shows, but you know the, the, the teen dramas are are not as resonant maybe for her as right. some of the other shows. Uh, but but uh, she she this is a show that will speak to her experience. This is a show that will speak to the experience of of um, of my um, um, age group. It's a show that will speak to the experience of of fourteen and fifteen and sixteen year olds. It's it's amazing in that sense. It's. It's a it's a beautiful tapestry. Mm. That's, that's all I was going to add.
3: Yes, and I know Tammy, you had something to add too. That was amazing, Norman, and it really speaks to it being um, multigenerational, which is amazing. I'm excited to have something I can watch with my family or my dad, and not be Thanks. like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed." Yeah, <laughs>
1: you know. Well, it, well, exactly, and and something that that not only. You can watch with them, but that you can talk about, that you can remember, oh, yeah. that this yeah. is why this is why my relationship with my parents is so important. This is why uh, my relationship with my children is so important. We don't we don't shy away on the show from difficulty. I I do think yeah. that yeah. there is the 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 aspect of the show. It's quite painful at times. It's quite painful, mm-hmm. but in a in a in a way that is is ultimately uplifting to the spirit.
4: Absolutely.
3: Go
1: ahead, Tammy, Cheryl, let's hear
0: it. I, I know you, you had spoken earlier about as a, as a showrunner, it was important for you to create a safe space for your cast and crew. Um, but I also, you know, I think speaking for everybody here, just in regards to the story um, of Sweet Magnolias and the town of Serenity, you've really created a safe space for these characters. As you said, when the duct tape starts to unravel, and they're falling apart not everybody life has that safe space to fall to and so we really just want to thank you for both of you for creating content that spotlights women creating safe spaces for each other
4: thank you thank you it was um It was a blessing to be brought to material that allowed that. It's something that's um, incredibly important to me. And um, when I met Norman, I knew immediately that we saw this town the same way. And to be able to share that mission of Mm -hmm. telling people um, that you're not alone. Um, And we know that it's a gift for the people in Serenity that they have these friends and family members and and neighbors. Um, And if our show can create community for people, if people can be inspired and empowered to reach out in new ways and, uh, and find their duct tape friends, Um if people get together as long as they're of age for margaritas to Uh hash things out, uh then um I I just I would be thrilled uh for people to come spend time in serenity and then take a little bit of serenity with them as they go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: I I, I was just gonna add, I think one of the amazing things from the very beginning, the the very first time that Cheryl and I met for coffee to talk about the show. We really aesthetically see things the same way. It's been remarkable. It's just even during the mixes of uh, the show, the sound mixes of the show over the last uh, several months, we'll write notes and our notes are exactly the same going That's back awesome. and forth. Uh, and <laughs> so we, we really had uh, a, a, a view of how to tell this story. That I I think really um, resonated with one another. I, I think I could speak for both of us, Cheryl, in saying that. Yes. But but it what, but it was from the very first conversation that we had about it, the very first time we sat down and talked about uh, the show. And and I think that one of the things that has been uh, most gratifying is that we actualize. Look, I always I always want things to be even better and better and better, but. But I look at the show and I think we actualized what we talked about we We followed yeah. through on what our plan was we We did it in the way that we talked about in that very first meeting it's It's a remarkable thing it's a remarkable creative experience to have had
4: I agree completely it's um it's rare, it's beautiful, and it's wonderful and um and I'm so. Delighted. It was the best writer's room that I had ever been a part of. Wow. Um, and that this cast, this crew, um, the other producers, Norman, I mean, it's just, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I, I feel like you can feel that when you watch that, even in the moments where people are sobbing each other's arms, you know, that we were all 100% committed to bringing serenity to life and making people feel part of the community,
1: I think you could see it very clearly in the trailer. You know, not even <laughs> mm-hmm. in the show, but in the trailer, That's you true. can see. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We were Absolutely. so excited what we didn't we didn't have anything to do with the 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 trailer, the way they put that together, which I just thought was I don't know who oh, did wow. it, but I need to we need to find out. And
5: <laughs> we it. it was, it was a, perfect. A
1: thank you, no, because they they really they really captured uh, the experience that, that I think we're both describing.
4: Absolutely. I love it.
1: Yes,
5: for sure. My and parents. Go ahead.
3: No, no, no. I wanted you guys to weigh in. I was going to ask Bryant, you, you brought up, you brought up such a good question when it came to social media and things. And this show, I love how we talk about the pain and loss. Cause even when it comes to social media, Norman, you brought up the shadow side and then, um, you know, Cheryl, you know, you say you're not on social media, but I follow you on Twitter. You got this. Uh, I'm trying.
4: I'm trying. Yes.
3: Oh, you're doing it. You're doing it. But I love the layers of this. I just want to reiterate are so important because, you know, it has that Disney feel, right? But we often romanticize and get in our feels about women and falling in love and being swept off of our feet by this guy, but we never talk about the pain, the loss, the Ugly mm-hmm. cry, the shedding, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of the things that happen to us before we even get to that point. So, I love the complexities and the characters that you guys bring out because it is something that's so important to bring out. Not everything you see on social media is the way it is. It is true. You know, we're holding mm-hmm. it together with that duct tape, but we're showing up. And I think those characters, you know, really, really bring this to life. So, this is going to be powerful. Um, I want to make sure Kelsey Bryant. I, did, I want to make sure you get your questions in because I know there was some things that you know you might have had. I just had to share that because. You know, oh no, you, no, you
2: covered it. <laughs> you did. Say, I was about to say, "Amen." Also, <laughs> <laughs> we can amen. say "Amen" more
4: than once. Yes, <laughs> <Good>. we can. <laughs> I was
2: just gonna
5: say. I mean, yes, Amen. Number one and number two. It's I make my parents, or at least my mom. She's my best friend ever watch every show that I do a panel for and then we chat about it and I think I'm most excited for this one because I just see us both really relating to it and I think that it's going to be a really beautiful conversation and I just I can't wait and I think that and I hope that many people also share that experience because I think they will.
4: Wonderful. Yes I just we want to know say something
1: know. about I want to say something about our I mean you obviously know the ladies that are the leads of the show and you know uh, uh, we're very excited about Jamie Lynn Spears being part yep. of the show too she has a very important character to play but I also just have to mention um, that our our young cast which we cast mostly out of Atlanta with uh, and we cast people who had uh, very little experience it it was it was a uh, an exciting thing to to see these 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 young actors come to this these these aren't your um uh shiny polished c w kids these these are you know <laughs> real real kids living real lives and 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 i'm very excited to, for people to see uh uh these these young actors break out and and um i'm i'm very curious to see what the social media reaction is to that whole storyline, because I know a lot of it tends to hinge around the, the teen storylines, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of juicy storylines there.
5: Absolutely, and Norman, you brought it up. I mean, Jamie was on Maria's show yesterday, Better Together, and they were talking about how I mean, she hasn't acted since something like 2008. Like, how amazing to have her on this show. I mean, did you guys, or do you know how that really? Happened? Did you have a vision, like, hey, we want Jamie, or we, how did that
1: play out? We, we actually were, um, I think it's okay to say, we actually had kind of a different idea of the character. And then we mm-hmm. went, and, uh, Cheryl and I and Dan Paulson, our executive producer, went to have breakfast with um, Jamie Lynn at uh, the Four Seasons here in L.A., and we all sat there, met with her, were so charmed by her that we walked out of the restaurant and looked at each other and were like, this is the character. And, and, and I, I think that she brings something to the character that I did not see on the page. So there, there, there is, I think people are going to be very surprised by uh, the, the complexity of her work it's 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 a lovely lovely performance and she 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 plays a character that in somebody else's hands could could you could feel differently about that's all I'll say right, without right. <laughs> giving without giving any spoilers but um that that breakfast uh really uh was um it was an epiphany Revelatory. for all of us wow. yeah it really was we sat down with her and we we all three of us were just like this this is the character and we didn't even see it <laughs> wow. before before we met with her. So,
4: and, that's and exciting it's to hear. So lovely to work with and, oh, um, the best. You know, and and so smart and so genuine and uh it was uh yeah, it was a delightful um epiphany to wow. sit across from her and go, Oh, Oh,
1: that's awesome! Yeah, that's so
5: good. <laughs> that's perfect. So, yes. that's a
1: very that's a very exciting thing when that happens as a as a director when you when you have a certain idea of what you think the story you're telling is, and that an actor then shifts that idea for you. That's mm. a very exciting thing to have happen mm. because you suddenly go, oh, this this isn't the story I'm telling. I'm telling a different story because this person is bringing their own consciousness to the part and and, and the intersection of that with mine and and with Cheryl's uh, uh, writing, it it was a, it it was, uh, Cheryl used the word revelation, it was a revelation. And I remember talking to her in one of our really early rehearsal processes, she and I were alone and we were going through the script. And I said, you know, I said, you're not what I was expecting at all. And she (laughs) said, yeah, you were expecting to be, you were expecting me to be red carpet ready, huh? (laughs) I I said, Well I guess I guess on a certain level I heard Yeah. She said, No, no, I'm not that person. She is just a delightful human being. Just a delightful, Amazing. delightful human being. And I'm, She brings
4: a gorgeous vulnerability to mm-hmm. the yeah. character. Yeah. Um, that we did not realize was going to be so key to uh empathizing with the mm-hmm. character, but mm-hmm. it it absolutely was.
1: And a wisdom, yeah. and a wisdom like a like an old soul wisdom to to yeah. the character that I that I just did not see until I met her, and I'm I'm just thrilled to to have worked with her. She's she's a sweetheart.
3: You know, and this thing holds a divine energy because for both of you guys to be on the same page to even recognize that she had the colors that you were looking for for this character and agree in that moment once you saw her kind of speaks to the overarching. Beauty and flow to this whole production, and I think that's kind of what is that sprinkle on top that makes it that gives you that little extra, like, oh my god, I gotta sit down and watch this.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, we we had
4: we had a lot of blessings along the way, and we were um, grateful and open to them all, uh, and uh, eager to share them with everybody.
1: I think it's a very important part of the creative process to be. Mm -hmm open to that which reveals itself mm-hmm. and not everybody um one of the things i've loved about working with cheryl is that she's she's so so generous in her her willingness to collaborate i've, I've worked as the director for hire for a lot of different people and you go in on various shows and it's, it's almost like it becomes a, a difficult negotiation right. as opposed to in this situation i just felt like we were constantly surprised by things 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 showed themselves. Things revealed themselves, mm-hmm. and there and that's not to say that throughout production there weren't there weren't uh, compromises we had to make. There was a lot of uh, uh, just to make our schedule. There was a lot of cutting and mm-hmm. and um, um, uh, consolidating things that Cheryl had to do during our shooting process. There were there were various things that that came up in our in our um, uh, production that were that were uh, challenging, and yet. It just always felt like the the answer revealed itself because none of us were coming from the place of like this is the way I see it. You know, it was more like it was more this 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 real sense of oh no the the answer will reveal itself because again we're coming from the place of love for the material and for each other and it, it was really truly one of the more organic, fluid, uh, exciting. Not always smooth, there were bumps in the road, but 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 um, that's what the duct tape is for, (laughs) yeah, right, yes, and the margaritas for the (laughs)
5: margaritas, very necessary.
1: But it really did, it really did reveal itself the show, the shape of the show, the form of the show, the um, the look of the show. All of those things came out of this real collaboration where we were constantly. Um, uh, talking about it, but from a place of like, what, what, what is it? What is it that wants to reveal itself? And, and I really think that um, more than many of my creative, I look, I've had many great creative experiences. I don't want to uh, um, denigrate any experience I've had in the past, but this was uniquely um, magical.
4: Oh. Yeah. We were a community making a show about, community Community.
2: yes amen again amen again
3: (laughs) (laughs) well that's exactly what it sounds like and I just want to make sure you know before we get out of here you guys have blessed us by pouring out your experiences your thought processes by taking your time to um, share all of that with us and everyone watching so we can go even deeper and understand more about the show it does give us another layer and level where these people become our friends too. Like you said, you want us to be the fourth friend. And already just by speaking with you guys, I feel like that. We've mm-hmm. all been yeah. friends for a while. So yes. it's beautiful. <laughs> and I, you know, I want to make sure, Tammy, Kelsey, Brian, did you have any questions that we didn't get to um, before we allow Cheryl and Norman to get about their day?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you. And I'm so excited.
4: Oh, Same here. Thank you. Can't wait uh, well, to watch. well thank yes. you all of you and and this has been a blessing for us um, to be able to yes. to share our passion um for the show uh ahead of the launch um and uh, yes, you are all now citizens of serenity so, thank yes. you. <laughs>
5: Feel so special you
1: know, we are genuinely yes. just be sure to follow us both on uh on social media oh yeah twitter and Instagram. make sure you do that yeah
5: (laughs) we do
3: (laughs) yes absolutely cheryl norman did you guys have any last thoughts or anything you want to rev up the audience about in this pre-show to get them ready a final thought on what they you know something you may not have shared or just a final thought on anything
4: um, sure. I guess my final thought is um, I hope everybody does see themselves in serenity
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, I, my final thought is that I just hope that uh, um, people will um, uh, feel moved to to embrace the story in a way that that can really expand and enlarge their own life. Mm-hmm. So.
3: We absolutely love that. Thank you, everybody. Um, You know, Kelsey, Bryant, Tammy, for all of the amazing questions. Again, thank you, Norman and Cheryl, for tuning in. I mean, for us and sharing everything. And thank you guys for watching. So please remember, after every episode of Sweet Magnolias, you can tune in and get more layers and depths and find out what's going on next. And we're going to talk to the stars and more of the cast and Talk more with the producers and things like that so you guys can walk away feeling just a part of serenity as we do. So thank you so much for watching and we will see you next after
2: show. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to Afterbuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to afterbuzztv.com and check out our lineup.